so where where are the questions just so i can where are them. the questions <laughs> yeah um i sent them to your guys instagram or nope okay. I sent them to your i'm instagram. scrolling through right now i sent them to your email. okay okay yeah. let me let me pull them up real quick just so i have them in front of me mm-hmm. we're very professional um, yeah of course yeah what is the um sorry i'm just looking through this right now looking for the i hope this all stays in this is this is good podcasting oh i found it gotcha quality content yes all right cool (laughs) looking at it now (laughs) all right ladies and gentlemen (laughs) listeners of all ages and denominations (laughs) live from quarantine we have jerry from standstill jerry with a g (laughs) yeah what's what's going on i'm uh, i'm back in long island because i just can't get enough of all the crazy good bands out there and today i'm honored to be speaking with the vocalist of standstill emotional hardcore that burrows into your brain with unforgettable melodies and hooks and it's just all around ridiculously catchy you guys haven't heard this band yet you're missing out and you're not going to regret checking out this episode so thanks for listening hey my name is jerry and you're fuck hold on hey my name is Cherry from Standstill, and this song is called Id. And you're listening to And you're listening to Not Just a Phase. Yeah. You like that? That's yeah, beautiful. That's great. Thank okay.
And then through the magic of editing, um, I think we'll be playing a song here. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We, we play songs on this show. I don't know if you actually listen to us or not. Uh, I'm, I haven't yet, but I was looking through your Instagram and there's, there's a couple that I do want to listen to. So I will be doing that. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show, Jerry with the G. How you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm well, yes. you know, as well as I can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just getting off the uh, quarantine, I see. Yeah, I'm getting off the COVID train, you know. That's good. That's good. Uh, good? I'm feeling good, you know. It's, it's the weirdest thing. So I think I had COVID. I mean, again, not to get into the COVID conversation, but I had it a couple of years ago and it was, it was, it was fucking killer. Um, mm. So it's pretty mid at the moment. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, oh, this is your second round. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I got it like in like December of 2019 and that was like brutal. I, I had like 103 fever and I like drove from North Carolina back to Long Island. It was crazy. Whoa. Sucked. Yeah. Um, but now I'm, I'm feeling okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out of, out of quarantine tomorrow and then we're starting our tour with Pain of Truth. So right. stoked for that. That is fantastic news. Where is that kicking off? So we are starting on Saturday at um, Still Won't Break Fest that is in, uh, in Wilkes Bar. It's in like the greater Wilkes Bar area of Pennsylvania. And then we are going to uh, First Unitarian Church after that on Sunday. And then the, the run's like, uh, it's like 10 days. It's like mostly Midwest, Northeast, a little bit down South. So I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun for sure. Is that your biggest uh, run? as a musician or in a band in general uh yeah definitely at least in terms of like bands that i play in it's the the biggest tour that i've done so far so i'm excited for it um you know and painted truth and aoa are two of my favorite bands in hardcore at the moment so i am thrilled to be um doing the shows with them specifically you know i think it's a really cool thing for us and for like myself definitely yeah, both those bands are fantastic too. Um, I love I love the Long Island scene because you like you guys played nothing similar to Pain of Truth or or AOA. Like, it, like yeah, I mean, you do, yeah. you do. <laughs> it's all in the same vein, so to speak. But I mean, like, you guys play a much much brighter, softer, melodic version of hardcore than they do, and yet you guys are going around touring together. Right. I mean, if you think about it, so well long island has a very rich history of like mixed bill shows and obviously like we have a long history of melodic bands and also like super heavy bands um so i mean you know you can like find videos of taking back sunday playing on long island in like 2001 and see kids like fucking cartwheeling and like killing each other and shit uh and you know and you had bands like silent majority who are playing hardcore shows so it's like it's definitely like historically accurate to say that the two bands should you know mend like uh they 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 should mix well together i guess is what i'm trying to say but also aoa is kind of like the bridge between us you know because like aoa is again like one of those like super heavy bands but they also are very melodic so i think that altogether the package makes sense and i'm excited to see how the shows play out also it's funny too because like some of the flyer like there's one flyer specifically that like has all of our names in like old english font like red and black and it's like super like evil (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) so i like it i I think it's cool 
uh, it'd be funny to see your guy's name in a in an old English font, looking top his nails like. It's yeah, it's it's yeah. cool. <laughs> no, I, I'm a huge fan of mixed bills. Uh, I mean, all three of those bands have a slightly different sound, but the fact that you're all playing together is is wildly cool. Yeah, I mean, one of the first shows I played in, like, I had a high school band called Bedmakers, and one of the first shows we played was like a crazy mixed bill, like, um, Hangman played. And then like a bunch of like emo bands played also um, like, a, like some hometown bands called table talk and whittle down played. And like, it was cool because it was, you know, everyone was friends and every, and it, it was a really fun show, but it was a lot of very different stuff, you know? Um, so I think that in terms of like melodic bands having a moment, and like, you know, obviously we we've always had like heavier bands, you know, active and doing stuff. I think it's I think we're going to see a little bit more of that, like mixed bill kind of thing coming back. And I'm here for it. I appreciate it a lot. So. Hell yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Love a mixed bill. Um, so you said this is like this is the longest tour run you've been on. But you also previously mentioned to me when I wasn't recording that you've run some tours yourself. Yeah, well, I so I just tour managed um, CU Space Cowboy for two weeks, and um, that was a blast. And hoping to do more of that stuff in the future. Um, I work for James Alosio, who uh, runs, or he 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 is a part of Good Fight Entertainment, which manages bands like Cowboy and Drain and Creeping Death and Frozen Soul. So um, you know, I kind of help him, uh, you know, run the books and just keep shit tight and organized and you know every once in a while he throws me opportunities like that so super grateful and i hope to keep doing stuff like that in the future yeah that's very cool did you have um a helping hand in the in the standstill tour no i didn't have any any part in booking it that was mostly uh michael from pain of truth um so yeah i don't i don't book tours um i don't think that's ever something that i'm going to dip my hat dip my hat dip my hat into (laughs) go ahead i'm gonna dip my hat into that um (laughs) but yeah yeah my michael michael's really good at uh at at booking shows especially like doing like tours like that awesome so uh, we're mentioning the long island uh area and i've done i think this would be the third band i've talked to from long island so i wanted to ask like what you mentioned it, it being such a a special scene with a lot of melodic hardcore and a lot of mixed bills and historic stuff behind it. What what would you say is like your favorite part about being a part of this scene? Yeah, so I we have a lot of like history in terms of bands that are super influential in the melodic output. So like, you know, obviously we have bands like Taking Back Sunday, Glass Job, Brand New, like that whole scene. And like my sister was like super into that whole thing because she's 10 years older than me. So she was going to shows like in the early 2000s. Um, and she kind of put me onto that stuff like when I was in like high school. So um, I think that between all of that history and then like the bands that maybe not as many people know about, like Sound Majority, um, Capital, Ladderman, um, you know, I think that there's a lot to appreciate. Um, and I'm not sure if anywhere else, I mean, you know, to my knowledge, has that much history in the melodic hardcore scene, you know. I think it's 
really cool to be from a place like Long Island and be able to make music like this because it's genuine, you know? Um, not that it's not genuine from coming from anywhere else in the country, but you know, it's, it's, it's home, you know, it's, it's, it's something that all of us can agree on. You know what I mean? So that's what I appreciate the most about it. And I'm glad that uh, it's having a bit of a moment right now, you know, between us, um, Koyo obviously is going to take over the world pretty soon. Um, Somerset thrower is amazing <laughs> and they have been for a long time. Yes. Um, another band, uh, yes, Duke is really cool. Um, yes, Duke. Yes. Duke's amazing. I yeah. love that EP so much. Um, victory garden, um, victory garden is pretty much like, you know, it's all the Smith brothers. So it's Michael and Danny and Chris from backtrack. Um, and then uh, Duncan also it's, it's just like a, a, a really cool, like look into like what that music, you know, is like in like the most genuine aspect um, and seeing them is always fun. So Victory Garden is also a band that people should check out if they haven't already. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, just so much going on in Long Island. Um, you mentioned though that your, your sister had shown you some stuff and that she was going to shows because she's a little older than you. Is that how you got into this sort of thing or were you introduced to punk rock at, in a different manner? Yeah, I, so I, I never really, it's funny cause I didn't listen to my sister as much as I should have when I was a kid. Like she used to burn me like uh lime wire CDs and uh, give them to me for like Christmas. That's a throwback. And yeah. Right. But then I wouldn't <laughs> listen to them. I'd be oh, like, fuck boo. this. I want to listen to Metallica. Like, what do you like? What is this shit? And then like, you know, years later, I, I would ask her like, Hey, like what was on those CDs? And she would tell me like, Oh, it's, you know, TBS and like all this stuff. And then I was like, Oh, cool. I, those are all my favorite bands now. Um, and I've told this story a bunch of times, but I mean, like I pretty much started getting into that kind of music when I was in high school. And I was just like learning about, I guess, like, other i mean so like one of the first bands that i really really liked was called bomb the music industry um and like that's pretty deep long island lore i mean like you know they were they were really big at one point um and jeff rosenstock is like one of like my favorite songwriters like ever you know and um that was my first look into like actual like local long island music um and when i got into that band it like opened up the door for me to start listening to a bunch of other stuff um and so you know he had like a song called like happy enterabe day you know and then i was like oh enterabe like what's that and like enterabe is like an older band from long island you know and like he has a song uh called like congratulations john on joining every time i die and then i saw every time i die in like 2015 i was like oh i started connecting the dots and like um all that stuff but like one of the first like hardcore shows I went to was in 2015. There used to be a festival on Long Island called Mixtape Fest. And um, I was like, a, I, I was like a pretty heavy, like pop punk kid. Like I like really was into that shit. And then like, um, it was in my hometown. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go see like real friends, you know? And then I ended up seeing like every time I die and like unbroken wings and like all these like crazy, like heavy bands. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like terrified. <laughs> um, but that made me want to go see some more local shows. And then like, you know, I started like hanging out with 
a couple of the people that played that show, like I said, like that band whittled down, um, I ended up being friends with them and they ended up playing that festival. It was a, a, a pretty weird series of events where like these bands that I were seeing, like ended up becoming like pretty close friends of mine. Um, and still are to this day. So like, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a cool time. And, you know, I, I don't think I got into hardcore in like the way that maybe some other people do. You know, I think that usually it's like, Hey, listen to this band. They're a hardcore band. You know, I, I kind of like stumbled into it, you know, like it was, it was, and I, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm still like pretty young. So I'm like, not like an assertive, like, uh, you know, member of that community. But at the same time, you know, I feel like I've been going to shows for a while and I think that, uh, you know, what's going on right now is really cool. And something that haven't, hasn't happened in a, in a long time. So, yeah. Across the wall outside 
no, it's cool that you, you stumbled into it. Whereas some people get like forcefully shown it or someone's like, yo, check this out or whatever. You just kind of went to go see a pop punk show and you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I had a lot of like phases of, you know, like just like how anyone does, like where I was listening to a lot of like the more metallic stuff and I was listening to like the more posy stuff. And, you know, everyone goes through like that whole, you know, um, series of listening to a certain type of band, you know, and, you know, maybe this is just where I'm at right now is I just am really appreciative of like all the melodic stuff, um, you know, maybe even more so than I ever have been. Um, but maybe that's just me like getting a little bit older and not wanting to like mosh as much. <laughs> so it might be just a phase for you, you're saying? Yeah, maybe. There you go. <laughs> this is the this is the pod that's what the pod is about <laughs> that's it man that's it the older <laughs> i get i'm still listening to the same shit so i don't know <laughs> i haven't grown out of it yet but we'll see. there definitely there definitely are constants like that band bond the music industry i was talking about like i i still listen to those records and fucking you know freak out or cry or whatever um and then you know and i was even lucky enough to start working with one of the people that was in that band because he works at amh uh, his name is tom and he played guitar and bomb and then like ended up working with him and uh you know that was one of the moments where i was like this is like coming full circle like you know 15 year old me is stoked right now so yeah that's wildly cool you you said you were uh, a bit younger but uh i don't know if it was you who messaged me you said how do we conduct this show is it over skype <laughs> That was that was Brian. Oh, yeah. Brian Brian's older. I make fun of Brian a lot for how old he is. But oh, uh, man, I guess I, I guess that's ageist. Ouch. Yeah, that connected with me because I was like, oh, people you still use Skype? And he's just like, no. It's like, oh fuck. For a minute there, I was actually really hyped. I still have it installed on my laptop. So Yeah. I, I used Skype, but I'm I'm kind of glad that Skype died. You know? A part of me is like Skype is uh it was never a good business model. <laughs> not very true i'm not a huge fan of zoom either they want me to pay for them and i don't uh, yeah so no that. shout out to them they can fuck off but fuck zoom we're uh, <laughs> we're talking about standstill and yourself here jerry how did you get into doing vocals uh well my dad was a singer and he played guitar in a bunch of bands um so i guess from an early age you know he would like when we were in the car, like listening to whatever it was like Led Zeppelin or, you know, whatever it would have been, like he would teach me to like project my voice and like sing, you know? Um, and then he taught me how to play guitar also. So it was pretty much that like, you know, he kind of wanted me to learn as much about like music theory and like that aspect of it as possible. So I did a lot of that also when I was in like high school, I did a lot of music theory. I went to college for music. Um, so I guess my, like in terms of like me actually like singing in a band, um, you know, I had that band Bedmakers, like I mentioned earlier, but I haven't really sang in a band in a long time. There was a point where I was in a band called Poor Choice for, you know, like, I think it was like three or four years. Yeah. I wanted to ask about this. Yeah. Yeah, so Poor Choice was cool, but obviously Poor Choice was a lot heavier. Um, you know, I don't think I ever sang in that band. Like, I, I sang a little bit, but really not much at all. So, you know, um, I wanted to approach Standstill from a more, like, you know, I wanted to wear my influences on my sleeves, but not necessarily, like, try to 
be them, you know? Like, obviously, I am inspired by, like, Tommy Corrigan from SM and, like, you know, even, like, Chris Connolly from Saves a Day or, you know, whoever it may be. I wanted to, like, sound like those dudes, but also, you know, I recognize that I can't. So I am in the process of figuring out how to um, make myself more genuine as a singer, you know? Um, But I was talking to Christian from Crime and Stereo after we played the show in Boston the other night. And he was like, listen, like we, we are like constantly trying to rip off sound majority. Like I always wanted to be Tommy Corrigan since I was a kid. And I was like, (laughs) cool. So we're all in the same boat, you know? Um, Like all of those melodic bands, like pretty much wanted to be SM, you know? So, and I mean, even Koyo, like I have it right here. It's literally like a rip of like one of the SM album covers for their album cover you know um roll them all did the same thing so it's like that's the band that like i guess inspired so much of the like long island melodic hardcore culture so you know their influence is very present in our band also but you know hopefully i'm able to carve out my own niche as well that's at least what i'm trying to do you know I honestly yeah i i think you have your own sound and um so I listened to you guys do the Just an Insight podcast. Um, for listeners who haven't heard it, if you're wanting to hear some more standstill talk and Long Island hardcore lore, it was a great interview. Um, that's how I knew you did vocals in Poor Choice. So when I checked them, I was like, holy shit, that's wildly different. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, did you end up, did you do vocal training or anything like that? Or you just... Uh, no. Like, dream in Poor Choice and you sing like, angelically for standstill so it's like oh thank you yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh um yeah i mean i had to find my footing with poor choice too i for the first couple years of me doing poor choice i do not think i sounded good at all you know that was like another thing where i had to kind of train myself to do it right and i think i almost got there but it was definitely like very high pitched you know i i was even with that band so like with poor choice i was just trying to sound like like indecision you know like that was like the main influence for all that music um so with standstill i didn't really do like and i joined standstill like super late i joined standstill like after pretty much all of a practice and patience was already written um I just kind of came in and wrote the lyrics, wrote the melodies, you know, did the vocalist thing. Um, and even in that process, I kind of fucked up and like recorded some of the vocals. Like I, I got really, like really ambitious with some of the notes I was trying to hit and like I did it. But now like when I try to do it, it shows it's like, uh oh, like that, that, that's a rough one. You know, like I don't know if I can <laughs> I don't know if I can get up there, you know. Good thing you play it's, hardcore. Just handle my coat exactly right now like yeah that's exactly it um but yeah so i did kind of like do some like youtube vocal exercises you know like that whole thing um but it's another part of the whole standstill thing that i'm still learning how to handle because um it's hard to like keep up like the vocal stamina you know especially when you're when you're like singing hard as fuck so i think i i gotta like get like an in-ear monitor or some shit so i can hear myself better because you know i it's tour is gonna be interesting it's all i'm saying tour is gonna be fun you know not to like undersell myself or say that i'm a bad singer or anything because I don't, I don't think i am but um you know it's 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 something that i'm still learning how to cope with and do right you know 
yeah no it's uh, it's cool you, you guys are learning as you go um, so <laughs> i you, am yeah okay fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you joined late um so you just kind of came in when everything was written through some lyrics over top is that how yeah i mean i helped with a little bit of the songwriting like uh like stan uh, i mean stan still fucking uh satellites <laughs> The, uh, that song I helped write a little bit and uh, there were parts here and there that I was like hey let's do this instead but like most right. for the most part like the songs were written before I got there for like the stuff we're going to be releasing in the future I'm going to have a little bit more of a hand in like the whole songwriting process um, but you know that was just kind of like I mean the, 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 the band started kind of like before quarantine um, so I mean I'm sure you heard all this in the other podcast but pretty much um to make a short synopsis of it, there was a band on Long Island called Discolor, and um, that was pretty much Brian, Steve, and Andre were all in that band. And Steve was the singer in Discolor, but he decided that he didn't want to sing anymore. So they were like, all right, let's start a new band. Um, that's when they asked Matt, the bassist, to play bass. And then, you know, they wrote a bunch of songs. Matt was kind of like asking around. They went through like, you know, they, they, they like asked a bunch of people to sing before they asked me eventually. And like, even like when they asked, like when Matt asked me to do it, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like, you know, cause at that point I was like, I don't really want to be in another band right now. I just kind of want to chill out. It's like peak COVID. So I didn't really want to go to practice every week either. Um, but you know, rolled it over a little bit and thought about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, why not? Like, it'll just be fun. And then, uh, you know, we ended up doing a lot better than we thought we were going to. So, um, you know, that's the, that's the cool part about it, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and expecting big things from you guys. Um, Thank you. I can't imagine that you'll fade away anytime soon. It's, it's, it's fantastic stuff, but maybe I'm a little not. biased. I'm a fan, right? Obviously I wouldn't be talking to you if I wasn't. Um, what would you, well, consider, I appreciate it. <laughs> what, what would you consider is like the most personal song to you lyrically on this album? Uh, they all are. I mean, they all are kind of like stories, you know, in, in some form or another. Um, and a lot of it is like really personal shit that would like, you know, take a while for me to like get into, but also like some of it is just shit that I think sounds cool, you know, uh, (laughs) (laughs) a little little half and half. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that every, every good song has like a big emphasis on like you know like relatability but also in in the way of like you know everyone's personal trials and like the shit that they go through like in general is like something that other people can relate with you know so it's like even if anything that i write about has absolutely nothing to do with you know how anybody else feels about their life or you know they can't relate to it in any way um it's still relatable in the sense that it is just about like isolation and like the trials of you know being like uh i don't know what's 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 a good way to say it the whole ep is kind of based around like the feelings that come up from isolation you know not necessarily like from like you know quarantine or like covid or anything like like it's not a covid out it's not like about covid you know like it's definitely you know even though like the the album title is kind of like a play on that um it's more so just about like 
you know, being alone with your feelings and like the shit that, that, that can like come up because of it, you know, um, obviously we had, we all had a lot of time to contemplate shit that has happened, you know, and now that the world is kind of like turned and like, you know, we're all kind of living in like a different chapter of earth at the moment. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like a reflection, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Um, moving forward, but also appreciating the past, I guess, if that makes any sense. single free my mind was awesome a little more lyrically positive um posy very <laughs> posy yes and yeah that that's a, it's a feel good song um who's who's the vocalist that's doing the guest vocal on there so that is danny smith um okay. he plays well he he played in backtrack and he currently plays in victory garden um he was one of the people who was going to be the vocalist for standstill originally um Oh, that's but cool. you, 
yeah, I just I'm I'm not exactly sure what happened. He just didn't have time for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he is singing on that and like that. You know, it was so funny because we we didn't give him lyrics for that part. We gave him nothing. We were just like, yo, just come to the studio and just like just saying, here's the track. And he was like, all right, cool. And then he came to the studio and just like in like, I think he recorded that in like three takes and he just like blew all of our minds. We were like, oh my God, like that was amazing. Yeah, it's a so, feature. Yeah, so he is, he's awesome. Danny's one of my close friends. He's really cool. So glad that we were able to get him on a track. Um, we have another one of our friends um, from the band Interlove. His name is Ryan. He's going to be singing on a track uh, coming out pretty soon. So can't wait for that to drop also. He is a really talented singer. So if anyone hasn't listened to Interlove, you should, because they're one of the best bands on Long Island doing it at the moment. I have not. I have to check that out now. Yeah. They're they're like uh on the on the more emo side. Um, you know, very like I I don't really know like what niche to put them in. Just listen. They're really good. They're just really it's just really good music. Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, yeah the uh, the vocal feature. You guys complimented each other so well vocally. Um, I, I love a good vocal feature. So I wanted to ask you if any band could approach you that you like and was like, "Hey, do you want to do some vocals on this track? Who would it be for you? Like, who would that dream band be?" Um, I mean, there's a lot of them. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you know, uh, I guess like. So are we talking like 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 realistic or like you, you know, can definitely like, do both realistic and unrealistic like okay yeah yeah so I mean we I, I would I would I would love to do like a track with like crime and stereo I mean like I love those guys and I love their music um, but like if you know like like dream dream band I mean I guess like fuck. See, this is bad podcasting because now you're going to make me think. No, that's <laughs> totally now, fine. I can, I can cut out your entire thought process and just make it seem like you were flawless the whole time. No, don't. Want. N- no edits. <laughs> I want people to know that I'm, I'm stupid and I can't think. Well, truthfully, I don't edit shit anyways. And you didn't read these questions ahead of time. So it feels more like a live show. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we're, cool we're, we're real. It's we're, a punk show. I'm not doing much edits, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah i mean i guess like if we're if we're talking like dream bands um i would love to do a vocal part for like um god damn it hold on i need i need inspiration i'm really bad yeah 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 um uh i don't know i guess like Like if I could do a song with like, I'll insert the Jeopardy theme music here. Do that, please. I might, I might actually, yeah. Um. <laughs> see, there's a lot of bands that I want to stay, but I want to. But you just want to pick know. that one magical one. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess like if I could do a song with like Sound Majority, that would be awesome. But Sound Majority would probably never put out music again. Um, so there's the unrealistic answer, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's like a lot of bands that I appreciate that aren't really in this niche, you know, um, that, you know, I listened to a lot when I was a kid. So uh, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, this is great because I, <laughs> I just want to be real with the listeners. I send a questions list to every band or person that I interview and nine out of ten times, they don't read it. This is a very live show. <laughs> well, I wish I, I wish I had. No, you know what? If I could do a vocal spot with any band, it would be movie life. I would oh, I nice. would I would definitely want to do something with movie life because that's like, you know, one of one of those bands who inspired a lot of our music and also, you know, I just love that band. So sure, we'll, we'll go with that. And uh, have you ever considered just mixing up a little bit of the uh, Poor Choice style vocals into Standstill? <laughs> uh, I, I would. I don't think the rest of the band wants me to do that. Yeah. I don't know where it would uh, fit, but I think it'd be cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that was a conversation when we were recording and Brian was like, no. And I was like, all right. <laughs> just bust out one gnarly scream here and there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I do it live, but uh, yeah, for for the recorded stuff i guess that's uh out of the picture at least at this <laughs> at this at this moment and so do you have i guess we've already kind of went over it. you have favorite vocalists in punk rock i guess then uh yeah so i mean tommy corgan is one of them uh vinny caruana is definitely one of them um christian from crime is definitely one of them uh jeff rosenstock is definitely one of them in terms of like you know being like not that he's like the, the the greatest singer in the world but like you know he's definitely one of my favorite songwriters and lyricists so like for sure he's he's one of those people um yeah and there's even like a lot of bands that i'm like just finding out about now that i'm like really starting to get into so like one of them is like casket lottery you know so like i was at island as well or casket lottery is not long island i actually don't know where they're from but um i was at furnace fest um, a couple weeks ago and jealous dude it was amazing it was I'm crazy so yeah it was insane um but i saw a lot of like i saw fucking piebald you know i saw like hot water music um saw like tbs and Glassjaw. you know i saw like a lot of like bands that i really appreciate and um at one point i was like walking through with um the the drummer of cowboy his name is aj and uh we were just like walking around and he's like he's he's funny because he's from the west coast and he loves like bands like iron Sheik and ladderman like all these like long island bands so like we we related like about like that stuff you know i didn't know if like anyone in that band would ever listen to anything like that but he he did and then we were walking through and like there was one band playing we we're like who the fuck is that it sounds crazy and then we walked over and it was casket lottery and um you know we watched their set and then like went home and like listened to those records and like i love those records now you know so still finding my way around the niche of like melodic stuff i guess so we were doing um we were doing realistic and unrealistic who haven't you played with that you would absolutely love to share a stage with like again realistic and unrealistic yeah so i guess the realistic quote-unquote answer would be movie life again um just because that would pretty much be and i mean like also like silent majority has played long island shows in recent years and by recent years i mean like 2016 you know so like if if silent majority were to play another long island show um in the near future obviously that would be like a dream for us um but then, yeah, I guess, like, unrealistic, I guess, like, Taking Back would be, like, one of those bands, you know? It's, like, 
that'd be a cool this, bill. Yeah, this this genre of music has like such a high ceiling, but there's like only so many bands at the top of it. I feel, you know I'd what I mean? Yeah, it's a huge so, genre, but there's like I don't know, maybe ten guys making the top ten, and then yeah, a thousand other bands underneath it that have that similar sound or are in that right. Way. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Gonna change my answer. Okay. My answer is my answer is Lifetime. Okay. If we could play a show with Lifetime, that would be like, like wow, that that would that would that would make my life, you know. So, yeah, that'll be the answer. Okay. So you guys have just been, uh, you've only been recently doing shows because shows have only recently been coming back, correct? Yes. Well, so we, um, AMA Tree opened in. I'm gonna say july i'm pretty sure it was um and long island at the moment is pretty short on venues um so you know we have amh and we have yeah right um shakers pub is also one of those places um but we don't really like between those two places we, we like one of our big venues shut down it was called revolution music hall it was like a 500 cap room and that place shut down during quarantine Ouch. so that was that was a big l for sure um but we are kind of starting to get back to um yeah it was july the first show was july 8th um kind of starting to get back to some normalcy but we definitely do need to start looking into more venues my friend john scanlon he does like pretty much most of the booking pretty much all of the booking in terms of like the bigger shows on long island um between him and uh, joey from koyo so i know that he's been looking around for some places uh we have a show coming up that somerset thrower is playing at the moose lodge which is um an older venue hasn't had shows in a long time but uh that's gonna be cool and then in terms of like the not so heavy stuff there is a vfw in massapequa that has been having some shows my friend john that plays drums in that band inner love has been booking a lot of like long island emo shows there so you know we have a we have a handful of spots at the moment but uh unfortunately it's not as many as you know we would like to have pretty much so yeah fair enough what's been um, your favorite show or tour memory as a band so far um i mean my favorite memory from the standpoint of like standstill is definitely our first show that was like the coolest show I've ever played hands down. Um, and like, reception. I don't, yeah, really great reception. I mean, like a lot of people I look up to just like in the front row singing along, you know, and a lot of people that I didn't know up front and singing along and like, you know, fucking pile ups and the whole thing. It was, it was amazing. Uh, it was a sold out show it was the Koyo record release. Um, and yeah, that was like, just insane to me because i never really like expected this band to have that kind of reaction um so yeah that was definitely our, our coolest moment as a band i mean I'm, I'm hoping that something tops it next week you know um between like we, you know, we're playing a lot of cool shows so i'm i'm excited to see how those go but yeah that that was that was a dream you know that was a really cool moment for for me and for the band that's nuts to have your your first show pop off so well like that, especially with Koyo record release show too. Like, uh, as soon as I heard them, and then I, I 
in turn heard you guys. I'm like, these two are going to be fucking massive. Now I'm biased, but I, I'm hoping that comes true. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope so too. I mean, Koyo is definitely getting there for sure. Um, you know, and we like have this like fake beef thing. Yeah, uh, I wanted to ask about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we are trying to, um, replicate like the like the taking back sunday brand new beef in like the 2000s yes in like in the sense of like you know lore um you know even to the point where i have another copy of their seven inch that has like a mic surfer singing not swinging rip on it i saw that uh, that posted somewhere i laughed so hard at that yeah and so like we made shirts so (laughs) a little bit of long island lore if you're not aware is uh before koyo um joey and harold and uh and uh, fucking uh, Spanos were in a band called uh, They All Float, which was like a melodic, like metalcore, hardcore crossover kind of band. Uh, it had like a lot of weird phases, but that band was really cool. But pretty much um, I had the idea of making a shirt that said, um, like it, it had like all of the heads on like the painting lines and the words album cover, like in like a river. And then it's saying like, we hope they all float. Um, and <laughs> that's cold. And then, yeah. And then Koyo made a bunch of hoodies that have like the stool from our album cover, like kicked over. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was, it was fun. And like, you know, obviously we're really good friends with those guys and you know, we love them and they love us and it's mutual love and we all hug and kiss every night. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's for the meme and we, uh, you know, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going strong. We need it. The thing is that Standstill needs the beef. Koyo doesn't need the beef. Standstill needs the beef. <laughs> I don't think so we're going to be honest, but it's good that you guys are playing <laughs> off each other. I, I like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. But those, those guys are great. And obviously I love their band. So, mm-hmm. No, no special words for them because I keep seeing you guys saying fuck Standstill and fuck Koyo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can go all day. You know, <laughs> fuck Soleil Mio, uh, fuck Seaport Deli, uh, nice. fuck Short Beach, fuck Stony Brook. You know, I could say those things, but I can't say those things because I love all those places. I love Stony Brook. I love everything they sing about. I love their band. But at the same time, I hate all of it and I want it to all fucking sink underwater. <laughs> so... That's. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say. Okay, yeah. <laughs> caught me off guard. So, in terms of bands you do like, um, who are no longer who are no longer active, uh, who would you kill to see do a reunion show? Uh, yeah. So SM obviously is is like that band. I think that like everyone on Long Island is like kind of like patiently waiting for another Sal Majority reunion. You know, because it's it's been five years at this point, and it's like, like it's time. It's like let's let's do it. See, I um, knew you were gonna pick Silent Majority, so my backup question was gonna be off of Long Island. Who would you like to see do a reunion show? Off of Long Island, yeah. okay. Um, so it would probably be a band that's maybe not so much in the melodic lane. Actually, oh shit, they're from Long Island. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> All the bands I like are from Long Island. You Long Islanders, man. It's a great scene. Yeah. Every band I every band I hear, as soon as I find out they're from Long Island, I'm like, oh, they're probably gonna be amazing. And they usually are. But uh, Yeah, I mean there, you know, there were I I guess maybe I don't know. I can't really think of a bad band. I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking about Long Island. 
in terms of bands I'd want to see get back together that aren't from here, I guess it would have to be maybe like um, is maybe um, fuck going to the phone again we're gonna have to do a hard edit on this one, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take I, a quick I, break and play you a song here. <laughs> do, do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we'll play a song here, and I'll just cut some of the shit out. Okay. So, well, I, I, oh, you know what? I have an answer. That was quick. My answer is pity sex. Pity sex. Pity sex. I would love, I would love to see pity sex because another one of those bands, actually, now that I think about it, there's a lot of bands I can say right now. Um, (laughs) Pity sex is one of them. You blew it is also another one of them. 
Um, and honestly, like my number one answer is on the music industry because they broke up in 2015 and I never got to see that band either. So those are my picks, but actually bomb is from long Island. So I can't even say bomb. So uh, long Islanders, man, I'm telling you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so pity, pity sex and you blew it are, okay. are my answers are my answers for that. Those are great answers. So I guess I didn't actually get to talk about this EP yet, but it's fucking awesome. Uh, two labels released it. We got, uh, we got here numerality zine, which is like a zine and a label. Yes, I'm he was. Sure uh, works. His name is Nick. He's based out of Chicago. He was a zine originally, um, but then I, I guess during the course of the pandemic, he started to he he started to promote bands more, and he ended up becoming a label. Um, and he's one of the nicest, most like down to earth dudes you could possibly ever talk to. And working with him was a dream. Um, and yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. I didn't know of their existence till I saw they released you, and I looked into them. Was like, so this is a zine and a label. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got a lot of really cool bands on his roster right now. So, NMZ is one of those labels to to keep an eye out for if if you if you aren't already aware. I'd have to agree, and if, uh, as well released on days. Yeah, so I've known Lumpy for years. We've all known Lumpy for years. Um, you know, Lump is one of those guys that, you know, if, 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 if you get the stamp of approval from Lump, it's like, you know, you're, you're in, you know, like that's, he's one of those guys that like, if he co-signs your band, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. Um, so honestly, like when we were first talking about labels for the EP, it's like, we were talking about NMZ and Days as like dream labels. We were like, yo, if we can get this shit, like we didn't think we were going to be able to put out anything through either of those labels um that was like that was like number one like if we can get there then like you know that's that's like our main goal so we originally hit up um my friend scanlon who used to run a label called reconsider um but he kind of passed us off to lumpy and then lumpy listened to it he was like yeah this is really cool i'm gonna hit up my friend nick about this he runs nmz he was like okay so this is this is going going well right now. And then, you know, we ended up talking to them a lot, a lot more. It went from, I think we were first talking about like CDs and stuff. And then they were like, yeah, let's do records. Um, and yeah, we're, we're super happy with them. They helped us out tremendously with like PR and distribution. And, you know, we couldn't have done any of this without Nick and Lump. So that's my shout out to Nick and Lump. The homies, very, very cool guys. And we have a second pressing coming out soon. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but we got a second pressing coming out soon. Ooh. Well, if you're not, I can edit that out. You can uh, check with the team and let me know, but... Nah, don't edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shout out to those two labels because they're fantastic. Their roster's fantastic. I haven't seen anything that they're putting out that isn't fantastic, so right, have that happen there. Um. So I guess we're getting near the end. I only got a couple questions left. Do you actually listen to podcasts? I do. Um, so I, I, I listen to weird podcasts, though. I, I mean, I don't know what the definition of oh, a weird please, podcast is. I was going to say, please tell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I used to listen to a lot of, like, uh, like I, I used to listen to this podcast called um, Make Art, Not Content. And, like, looking back on it, it was, like, kind of cringe. But, like, it was uh, super helpful when I was, like trying to write lyrics and stuff or stand still. I don't know. It's, it's one of those like, uh, 
like um i guess uh what's the word like in uh inspirational like uh it's like they're full of themselves they they are no Make it definitely art, is content like okay relax. yeah it's definitely <laughs> like a hey this is how you get more instagram followers kind of thing but it oh, was okay. It, yeah okay no but it was it was cool it was it was it was helpful i guess i shouldn't have said that fuck i hate myself <laughs> all right and then and then another podcast i listened to um it's called uh powerful truth angels it's with maddie matheson and uh alex two-tone he's like uh you know maddie's like the like the chef hardcore dude and then uh alex runs a clothing company called born and raised and their podcast is hilarious i love it um and then uh yeah i mean i also listen to like other random shit i mean whenever my friends do podcasts i usually listen to those you know um so whenever one of my friends puts out something i mean i also listen to so like my friend john gusman does a podcast called uh the 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 i mean like he does everything under the name like culture to burgers like that's like his like moniker for all of his art stuff um so he has like a podcast called like the culture burgers podcast and he like i was on his show and he has like a bunch of really cool people on his show so i listen to him a lot what do they uh, talk yeah whatever my so he's he's like a comic book artist oh, cool. so he talks so he talks to a lot of like fellow artists and stuff but then he also talks to like his friends about music and such um so his podcast is cool so if you haven't listened to that go check out that will do and uh <laughs> So you said you hadn't checked out this show, but I always ask at the end, it's pretty much my favorite question. What do you listen to that could be considered by yourself or others could be considered to be a guilty pleasure, shameful, plenty, plenty, (laughs) what's in the, plenty, what's what's the skeletons in the closet? Plenty. Well, okay. So, um, if you watch my podcast with, with, with John, um, his, uh, like like me me and him have like a shared love for dream theater um which is also a long wow. island band are they really yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't know that also a long island band so not like i think like three <laughs> of them are from like something like that um so that was like one of my like high school like favorite bands you know so like they're they're definitely up there um i mean i'm also into like you know the grateful dead and like folk punk like i love like ajj and shit oh, like so that do I. that's not yeah dude that's not embarrassing no that's awesome i guess that's, that could be to some uh, that is the question yeah it's definitely uh, the butt of the joke i feel like on the internet a lot of the time is folk oh, punk, yeah. but like yeah. at the same time it's like yo taxpayers are dope like yeah really folk you know, punk Mr. Is sick. it's fantastic yeah um i mean there's like other stuff like i'm like super into like 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 the flaming lips like again like it's like none of these bands are really like i kind of have like a pitchfork music taste you know like i love like neutral hotel and like radiohead and shit like that um which isn't like bad bad music by any means i mean it's like great music but like in terms of like uh you know like being like a, a hardcore kid i guess it's like some of that stuff is like looked down on sometimes i feel mm. um but yeah i mean I guess, like in terms of like guilty pleasure music, like like Dream Theater would probably be number one. Wildly talented band, though. Um, yeah, I'm not exactly. Gonna hate them. I'm not going to listen to them, but I'm not going to deny that they're not wildly. Talented. And and I will I will be the first one to admit that some of their music is fucking dog shit. 
Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of like the more recent stuff definitely is fucking garbage. But uh, yeah, the, the old stuff They're is still good. Going. I, I have no idea. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I think they like just put out a record. Seriously. Yeah. Well, they okay. they got like a new drummer, and he and he's like, you know, obviously he's a great drummer, but like he's you not Mike Portnoy, you know. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. No one, no <laughs> one is know. Mike Portnoy. I don't know, dude. Come on, Portnoy was Portnoy's great. Portnoy was in like Avenged Sevenfold, you know, like and Dream Theater. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, he well, Portnoy joined Avenged after uh, the Rev died. Okay, and he and he was in it for like a couple of years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So, I, and then there are like other bands that are like guilty pleasure music outside of hardcore. You know, so like Corn is one of them. It's like so like hardcore kids love Corn, but like if you talk to like anyone else, like in like the real world, it's like Corn yeah. is like fucking weirdo shit. You know, I don't like Corn or Radiohead. Yeah. Okay, well that's whack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get ripped on for not liking some stuff that's weird. No, that's that's like. fine. Yeah. No, Radiohead's another one of those bands that's like you know I, I guess uh, you know oh, their their nice. their their first couple records weren't weren't you know I'm, I'm not usually like going back to them, but dude, and Rainbows is like one of the best records like ever. Like I love that yeah, shit. It says, it says every Radiohead fan, and I keep yeah. trying. Yes. I keep trying, man. Every year I'll put on. You don't have to. Out. I try though because I want to know what what's so cool about this band and every time i'm like this is so bad i hate this i don't know yeah I well i also i also got into like an electronic music stint so like i was listening like tom york from radiohead has a lot of like what's that what's uh? <laughs> it's my personal opinion on electronic music <laughs> like all of it like, what do oh, you yeah. mean oh yeah edm any of that i'm just oh not even no oh okay. no not like not like skrillex shit like like oh, older okay. like like aphex twin uh, like okay. well, <laughs> it's the same so that's my guilty pleasure to you i love like okay that shit right there you go but like tom york from radiohead has like music like that like under his like solo name and shit and like uh you know uh like fortet is really cool so like i actually recently i, I like broke my arm um i was like i got that's i was in fun. a motorcycle i was in a motorcycle accident and i fucking broke my shit jesus um, glad you're all right and it, yeah, you can see like the maybe you can see the scar. I want to show you the scar. You gotta look at my scar. Hold on. Oh, scars are badass. Like you can kind of see it there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes all the way down there. So cool. Um, I still don't have full range of motion in like my wrist, so I can't play guitar. So um, I still wanted to make music, so I started making like a little bit of electronic music. Um, I don't know if any of it's gonna see the light of day ever. But I was uh, gonna say, do you want to plug it? Is it is it online somewhere? <laughs> No, I mean, like maybe, maybe eventually. Keep an eye out. Big things coming soon. <laughs> Big things coming. Soon. <laughs> That's actually. I was gonna ask. Uh, I usually wrap up asking what's big, like what's new for the band coming up this year. You've mentioned yeah. uh, a repress tour. New yeah, week. well, I'm I'm gonna quit the band probably next week. Um, and you're gonna take off with this electronic solo. Project? Uh, yes, and then right. I'm gonna be highly successful with my with my IDM project. Yeah, that'll do way better um, than standstill for sure definitely 100 percent, 100 percent. um but before that yeah no we're, we're we're going on tour we're putting out a three song ep this winter hopefully um oh, nice. if if all goes according to plan three song ep Do, this winter does the three songs include free my mind no no free my mind on top of that uh yes it's three three brand new songs oh that's sick yeah well we so we we recorded nine songs when we went into the studio originally to do a practice and patience 
So we're we're just kind of putting all this stuff out like in 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 different windows. Oh, you know, smart. I don't know. Yeah, that's our like our our magic sauce right yeah, now. Yeah, you got to keep content flowing at a certain rate. No, that's that's smart. Yeah. So we 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 put out free my mind as a uh, it was on a benefit comp for AMH, um, and then we just kind of threw it online, and then uh, yeah, then we did a practice patience, and then we have three songs left, so we're gonna do a little three song ripper, hopefully uh, this winter. Is that going to so. be pressed by any chance, you think? Or? Yeah, the plan is to press it at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that'll be cool. And then, you know, we, we, we're, you're, we're, we're figuring out other stuff. You know, we're still super new. You know, at this point, we've only played four shows. Nice. I'm pretty sure. I think it's only been four shows. Um, so, yeah, we are super grateful for everything that's happened so far. I mean, like in terms of like being like a brand new fucking band, you know, we've had a lot of really cool opportunities and we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. So after this tour, I think we're going to really try to like nail down like the rest of the year or like the rest of like next year. Um, and uh, go from there, you know, cause it's, uh, it's only up, you know, stay up. We stay up. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. That's, that's what I'm imagining anyways. <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Big things for you guys. Um, yeah. You want to do any last uh, shout outs, plugs or causes or literally anything you want to speak on at all? Uh, yeah. So if you aren't from Long Island and you haven't been to a show on Long Island, then you should because Long Island is the greatest place for hardcore. It's the greatest place for melodic hardcore. Um, and you should make the trip. Um, except... <laughs> When you make the trip to Long Island to go to a show, uh, don't go to Sole Mio. Do not go to Seaport Deli. Do not go to Short Beach. Um, because all of those places are rancid and I hate them. Um, so that's, that's it with that. Um, but otherwise, you know, come hang out because we, you know, have cool shows. And that's about it. I don't really know if I have anything else to say otherwise. Well, on that note, it's been an absolute pleasure. (laughs) I, I really appreciate you coming on to chat with us today. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man.